Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I want to go ahead and apologize for the slight delay in between episodes. So I'm kind of busy with uh, university organization and everything. Yeah, who am I kidding? I'm actually just watching anime. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, essentially, I think it's time to make a podcast episode about an anime I thought at least to be one of the most like important ones for me during uh, the finals or essentially the end of my middle school, high school. I don't know what the equivalent is in America. But... Uh, the anime is called Isekai Quartet. I think it's you might have heard of it, um, and it's essentially it's an interesting concept. So the anime combines like or it's like a crossover between four to five to six. I don't know um, Isekai anime, right? Everything in the Isekai genre. If you don't know what that means, it means the character gets transported into a different world. Essentially, that's Isekai, and the <laughs> the Isekai Quartet is super interesting because it has a very light, fun like surface level entertainment kind of no-brainer almost um and with the characters that you will know from a lot of these very popular isekai anime i mean it's the most popular genre isn't it uh next to like romance and isekai quartet is a cool concept um to me because not only do you get more content from characters that you find interesting uh, but it's also kind of like the perfect thing for me during finals because i'm gonna tell you what uh, i did back then right i was studying like i was really cramming because that's essentially my learning strategy just learn everything the last days and i was super cramming like 10 plus hours a day kind of learning and i was really fucking like focused on studying like i think i remember for biology i woke up at like i think it was 7 a.m and went to bed like very very deep into the night um so it was very mentally challenging in a way um and what i did was i watched isekai quartet in the breaks like in the learning breaks to say that um and it was the perfect anime for that because it's such a no-brainer fun enjoyable anime you don't have to like spend a single brain cell and it has a dub it has a good dub i think most of this uh what's it called the the, the speaking the, the translators i don't know synchronsprecher it's called in german that doesn't give you any kind of information but at least the people the voice actors jesus fucking christ alex the voice actors so uh the most of the voice actors i think were recasted into isekai quartet and so essentially it's like you can just listen to the dub and just not think about it so for me it was like a brain off time while still being entertaining um it was pretty specific obviously if you like i don't feel like that would make much sense in any other setting but i just wanted to tell you this and how perfect that fit into the slit like this yeah i don't i want something that entertains me that's funny and interesting with characters i like but i don't want like heavy emotional development something i have to be emotionally or like really invested in something that really like has to <laughs> makes me think um crime whatever um, or not too much action as well because like really like hyping up action shit like that's not relaxing isn't it and that's what you need after you like study your brain to death um and you see quite that filled that niche perfectly um you know i just wanted to say that so um I, this could have been a short anime suggestion but i mean i this is essentially like a semi-life podcast at this point um because anime is my life obviously uh, and uh, that sounds pathetic alex i know so in isekai quartet i wanted to make a podcast about this and about the potential 
like for a new season in which one of the anime I personally celebrate a lot could have been maybe integrated. I don't know. So um, currently the four main isekais that make up isekai quartet, that's what it's called, quartet, um, <laughs> make up, is, I think it's ReZero, uh, Overlord, which I really like, Overlord. Um, I think the other one is uh, Yo-Yo Senki. I think it's the English title should be Saga of Tanya the Evil. It's a really weird choice that they included that. Um, and the last one is, I think, Konosuba. So, yeah. I personally, Konosuba and Overlord, I love both of them. Really great. Konosuba, one of the best. I want to make a podcast about this one day, so I'm not going to talk about it too much today. But it's it's really funny and great. And, like, the perfect candidate for Isekai Quartet, essentially, right? Konosuba, a must, like, include into this. Um... Overlord is kind of cool because it has this reverse setting of like the villain being the one who gets isekai. That's a cool thing for me. And that definitely makes a lot of very interesting, especially in the first season. It's super like that essentially carries a lot of the plot. This guy being the bad guy and like everyone has to kind of deal with that and his crew, uh, which just make a great cast. Overlord, perfect addition essentially as well. Um, ReZero is okay. I mean, it's a very popular anime. I can understand how they wanted to include that. Plus, like, this guy never gets a break, and this anime, he gets a lot of breaks. Uh, you know, not not so tough. Um, so I guess, pff, makes sense. I think I heard a meme once. I heard a meme, I saw a meme once. Uh, that said, like, uh, you know, Isekai Quartet, well, if, if that was a game, the difficulty level for Overlord would be easy, for Konosuba would be normal, and uh, for the Shield Hero would be hard, and for <laughs> ReZero would be, like, expert. Um... That makes no sense, and it's super unfunny if I have to read it out. But I just wanted to bring that into the conversation, which is a monologue. And yeah, so those three, I guess, make sense. Rezero, Konosuba, and Overlord makes sense to include, right? Can be interesting. Yoyo Senki is such a weird choice to include into the anime. <laughs> I, I don't get why they included that. I have never heard of Yoyo Senki before. Saga of Tanya the Evil again, if you want to. I think it's actually on Net. No, it's not. It's not on Netflix, but it's on Kiss Anime, so you can watch that there. Um, it's not bad. I think I want to make an anime, though, about it in comparison to Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Don't worry, at some point, a podcast will come up about those two. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Saga of Tanya the Evil is in a military setting. It's like... <laughs> a bunch of like one man gets isekai as a young girl into this like world war one germany and he has he's like a mage who can fly around and do essentially nothing else but to shoot at the enemy and it, interesting situation i want to talk about it more in detail in a separate podcast but the crew essentially they can isekai because it's always like main protagonist and everyone around him the crew is so it's like essentially just military men which is such a weird thing in this Konosuba, um, which is like, uh, not Konosuba, uh, the Isekai Quartet, because most of them are like, you know, the, the entire Isekai genre is kind of geared towards like younger teenager audiences. And the characters are like either teens, uh, ReZero or Konosuba, or like, I guess actually the no, Overlord is more more adult or it's pretty cruel in the third season. Um but, like, Yoyo Senki is a military drama, essentially. Or, like, it's it's much more... I don't know. It is it's is an isekai, but it's not really an isekai, right? There's no demon lord to fight or whatever. It's, there's not even the plot structure of the isekai. It's, it's just a military, like, setting. And it makes an interest... It's kind of interestingly implemented into the show. 
But I don't know why they chose that, honestly. What would have been a better choice, in my opinion, would be uh, the time I got reincarnated as a slime. I think I want to make an episode, of, like a podcast episode about that once the second season drops in, I think, 90 days. Um, but yeah, I think that's a perfect addition, isn't it? It's an isekai. It's super famous. Um, it's great because the characters just work together perfectly. Um, and in general, it's, it's such a lovely cast. Like, all of them are banded together. They're really loyal. And... They have such a good chemistry, I personally enjoy them. Um, not the chemistry that you have in Konosuba, like the funny one, but it has... I think they, they would make a good addition to Isekai Quartet. The other anime, Isekai anime, they are featured into uh, in Isekai Quartet, but they're not like heavily part of it. Um, more like cameos. I think it is uh, um, Rising of the Shield Hero. I have mentioned that before. And the other one was Cautious Hero. Both of them great Isekai, by the way. If I ever make like a big Isekai podcast... But all the isekai I've ever watched, yeah, that almost narrows down to those. Uh, like, I think I've seen just a, like, a, maybe half a dozen other. You know what? That would make a good podcast episode. Anyway, um, so I think those were featured as well. I don't know too much about, I mean, I guess it's okay. Now, um, the thing I wanted to say about Isekai Quartet was that it's so great that it's a no-brainer. But I like the detail that they put in. Like, every episode has a bit of, like, Easter eggs and cameos and everything. Um, all kind of not really part of like each anime but they always include references and little like kind of uh, hints that whatever happens in one anime is kind of like reflected in this too um, and they always essentially are there are easter eggs right the main plot is very much removed from everyone's individual plot like every anime um, this is like an alternative world which everyone is just <laughs> slacking off at school and doing shit. But yeah, I thought it was entertaining in the setting of a no-brainer anime that you could find entertaining. I don't know if you're going to like it if you really like sit down there, you know, focus and watch and, and, and really concentrate on everything that's happening. It's like kind of a, you know, how would these characters react together? It's It has a pretty funny tune, like a, a theme music as well. I, I like that a lot. It's like... It, and I should have probably mentioned that 10 minutes ago, but um, it is very chibi-fied, and that's a term I learned because of Isekai Quartet. So every character there is in its, like, not, it's like a cartoonish version of their drawn character. And the, it's really cool because the humor is wacky and cartoonish too in the show, so that is a good fit. Um, and it's a phenomenal inclusion, by the way. Yeah, that's a good idea because I know that Overlord has this already. They have special episodes with the art style of the like the chibi-fied art style and like kind of cartoony storylines. And that's why I realized this was such a good addition, Overlord, into Isika Quartet. Not only is the character interesting, the main character, uh, as being the villain of the story, the, the bad guy and the scary <laughs> dude, um, but it's also like... A seriously fucking good addition because the viewers of Overlord will already be familiar with the art style and the chibi, like, chibification, I don't know, uh, of, of Overlord characters. So that's it. Like, I was not surprised to see Overlord, like, in a chibi form. I, was, I thought there was actually, at the beginning, I thought that was a special, just Overlord special. But uh, I guess it's, it, like, kind of used to it. And I wish more anime would do this. To have, like, serious plot lines, you know, like, like, you know, uh, whatever, guy dies, re-zero, this guy dies every time, um, and, you know, and, and like, kind of wacky ones, like, whatever, do a fun little, like, <laughs> alternative universe in which 
the people don't have to suffer that bad. It, it, it adds a lot and it's funny and you can just watch it when you don't want to... You want to see a bit of character, right? To deal uh, with whatever happens in whatever situation, to just look how the characters react. Uh, but you don't want to have like implications on the plot. So I personally thought that was like a cool concept to have anime, like serious anime, and then just like wacky cartoon anime. Um, and you already have the designs for the chibi fight. So I think, you know, if you want to have like ReZero wacky anime spin-offs, uh, just episodes, a couple of them. I, I cannot imagine they're too expensive to animate because <laughs> really it's not that hard. It doesn't look too hard to animate. Um, and I think it would be a nice relief to get, like, like ReZero, it took ages until the second season came out, um, and a lot of people were, like, kind of yearning for more content, so why don't you just take, like, a couple of uh, animators and make, like, some specials just about, like, I don't know, some, something, some minor thing to see how characters deal with a situation, and I think that's a cool concept, right? And uh, for Overlord, a really serious anime, a rather serious anime. Um, that worked fantastically. I thought the specials were great and super entertaining because of the same reasons as the Isekai Quartet in general. It's, it's wacky, it's stupid, you don't have to think about it. Um, and I feel like the other characters and essentially every real anime could profit, if it's not like, I don't know, Death Note kind of level of seriousness. But, you know, it's always cool to have character, like, interactions without having effect on the story right so you can experiment with that a lot and that's a cool concept i just wanted to feature on the podcast all right thank you very much for listening and wait a couple of months for the next podcast bye